What's going on, everybody? Justin here. Uh, again, very raw feelings here. Of course, this is not uh, normal, not usual that we do an emergency pod like this. Doing this completely kind of on a whim in a lot of ways. Um, just because I feel as though there might be people that listen to the show, people that are on our Patreon, people that appreciate knowing what we have to think about certain things um, and ha- what we have to say about certain things and, you know, being that voice for them. Um, just under an hour ago, Triple H made a tweet that unfortunately announced that uh, Wyndham Rotunda also known as Bray Wyatt, had passed away today. Now, details, of course, are unknown. Um, You know, the tweets and comments and posts and all of that are still rolling in. Very, very hard to to watch and and, and read. But, you know, they're rolling in from his friends, peers, people who've known him, people who are fans of him, um, everyone under the sun about what this person meant what this what this what this man meant to them and um i wanted to get on here to not only just kind of talk about what bray meant to me and i sent out a link to a couple people on the team and um hopefully they'll be able to get in i'm just recording i'm doing this all on a whim you know and uh you know, I, I just want to talk about, about Bray Wyatt and talk about the good things about Bray Wyatt. And I know we we have a, um, I don't know, we have a, we, we, we talked about him a lot, you know. Um, we talked about a lot, a lot on the show and we talked about him candidly. We talked about, you know, the things that we felt as though obviously are, are not things of his own creation or things that he could help obviously like just the, the creative part of a Bray Wyatt and what that meant to a company like the WWE and what they're able to do and what they're capable of doing and I think that um, there was never a question in the damn near what 10 years that we've been talking about Bray that we did not think that he was one of the most talented and most creative people in the company. I, I think that that was that was something that was never in question. It is never in question, and um, it, it, it's immeasurable the effect that he had on people and that he's had on fans. He's had on people that he's worked with, things that he's brought to the game, um, just from characters to music to uh, you know sayings to things that are, that you just seen. We've never seen anything like it before, and I think that like a lot of times. Um, one of the one of the biggest things that we loved so much about Bray, and that's myself, Meals, and a lot of other people, you know, on the team, and you know, just just you know, with us, a lot of things that we loved about Bray was the fact that, like, even if we did not understand what it was, it was connecting with certain people. And I wanna I wanna uh, have Armand join me here. Armand, I'm I'm uh, I just kind of hit play and started talking. 
Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's all you can do right now. Yeah. So. And I, I just to preface everything, um, I went when I started this recording, um, I, I, I just want to talk about the, the good times and the good things about Bray Wyatt. I feel as though, like I said uh, a couple of minutes ago, um, I want to be able to talk candidly to our fans, our listeners who might need a voice right now. And I felt you know, compelled yeah. to really just have this conversation. So, you know, what's going on, Armand? We don't do this often. Of course, from the we don't, we don't. from the rewriters room, joining us here really quick. Thanks for thanks for jumping on the call with us. Um, how you feeling, man? Honestly, um, it's it's uh, it's tough. It's um, you know, you never expect death to happen, um, and so letting it sink in, thinking about. His family, thinking about his fans, thinking about the people he worked with, like all of that is just kind of settling in. And honestly, when you texted me, I put on his um, his match with Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series 2019 because wow. um, I really, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that that rivalry. Him and Daniel always did really great things. So I was going to watch that. I was going to watch the strap match, Elimination Chamber 2017, just to you know try and try and feel good throughout all of this but uh, i think yeah it's it's tough i think that's interesting too to to get to the rivalries that he's had i think that we always say it on the show there were so few people that actually understood what bray wyatt was as a as a worker as well as a character Mm -hmm. And I think Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson was one of the few people that understood. It. And I think it's because those two, those two dudes were just as tapped in and wired in and crazy together. Like, like Bryan <laughs> on the mental side of what wrestling, what makes wrestling work and him just being a smaller guy, right? Just, just to base off of Bray, him being a smaller guy and him being able to make Bray's offense look so crazy. And you mentioned the Survivor Series 2019 match and he was bumping like crazy for him. Yeah. Yeah, that one, the Royal Rumble 2014 match. Um, Bray looked at his absolute best in the ring when he was opposed from Daniel Bryan. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. And and those two feuds were feuds that got into the psyche of a, like, you know, insane workaholic wrestler like Daniel Bryan at that time in the company. Uh, the first one, as you just mentioned, from Royal Rumble, when he joined the Wright White family, one of the biggest moments for Bryan's career at that point. Yeah. People loved him so much at that point. They wanted him, and, you know, that would lead into um, his WrestleMania, uh, you know, his, his WrestleMania birth in the Yes movement. But again, but a lot of people don't remember it was the Bray Wyatt feud that popped that off and, and, and had the, the fan reception at a fever pitch. Bro, him sitting on top of that cage, <laughs> having everyone say the yes, it was, it was incredible. Absolutely, it was incredible. Absolutely. And it's it's in large part thanks to Bray. Yeah, and and then you go to the Survivor Series match in 2019. Two different characters, still crazy, right? Like still very <laughs> unhinged. Uh, Daniel Bryan, I think he was he was uh I think he was still knee deep into his uh that that little he he was like. The heel side of him was out was still out there, right? He was like the crazy, uh, yeah, crazy goat man at that time. Yeah, he still still had his long hair. He was he uh, Bray after he lost that Survivor Series match was when Bray like started ripping his hair off. I think the very next SmackDown, then Brian went away, and then 
came back and they had the Royal Rumble match. And it was, it was, it was again, awesome because the, the, their chemistry is just something we really haven't seen before. Absolutely. That was the one where it was, where, where uh, Brian was like, I'm not afraid of the fiend. I'm crazier than the fiend. Like, I, like that was, that was one of those ones. And again, like we mentioned that a lot because I feel like one of the things that I, I always felt I wanted to see from, from someone working with Bray was someone that could understand kind of the psyche of who he was. There's very few people that, that did. Um, I, I, w- I would say like as, a, as another fringe kind of uh, foil to him, Roman Reigns was another good person. And especially, For sure. and, and it just, it sucks so much that like, I don't, I don't know what happened there. You know, I don't even really want to get into it, but they, I feel like their styles are just diametrically different. Uh, in their careers at that yeah. point that we never got to see that again. But in those early, you know, 20, what was it? 2016, 17, I think um, he was re- like, even the shield stuff, like they had so much great yeah. chemistry of just two big hitters. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, people regularly go back to the wide shield matches, one of their favorite tag matches, that moment on Twitter that circulates damn near every day with Wyatt pointing at, um, I think it was Seamus that, that, that Roman speared. Yeah. Um, they, uh, they, they definitely had something, and it would have been interesting to see it further explored, but, um, you know, at, at least we got the moments that we got. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, we just had Mills pop into the show. Mills, me and me and Armand talking about just some of our favorite moments. I, I just felt as though um, it was it, it was just right for us to kind of jump in, jump in here and just like, just for our listeners, just to talk about some of the, our favorite moments from Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Uh, gosh, this is like... I don't know. There's something about it's it's crazy. I'm, I'm trying to find the words, but it's crazy. I was just talking to someone, just texting. I was like, "Yo, wrestling deaths are really like nuts. Like yeah. they hit different than like a lot of other kind of like, and and we just you know lost the legend Terry Funk. Rest in peace, Terry Funk. Right. Um, and then this kind of like coming back, but it's always like it always hits a little bit different because I think it's the character and like the larger than life kind of attitude that comes into play when you really remember this person and Mm -hmm. with Bray Wyatt, his ability, you know, creative, notwithstanding, because I feel like definitely sometimes it was creative was lacking, but creative, notwithstanding, he had you, you, I'm sure you guys have talked about this already, but his return last year, was something that like oh this is why you do that you know what i'm saying like his ability to kind of like captivate a room his ability to really like um to attract an audience and cap you know Mm -hmm. captivate them with his words you may not even fully understand everything he's saying maybe everything that he's saying hasn't played out yet but there are definitely words i would say my favorite bray wyatt memory is and i know people you know at the, at the end of it doesn't get as much praise as the beginning of it, but really mm-hmm. that he's had two separate programs of Randy Orton that have been incredible. And I, yeah, th- I was, was going to bring that up, but in, in his best feuds too. Yeah. yeah his like the, the, the one where Randy Orton joins the Wyatt family and they, he's right. Awesome. They kind of take that through SmackDown. They win the survivor series match together. They win the tag team championships together. Luke Harper, um, you know, comes into play in that, but eventually builds up to him turning on him. And it was always in play like Randy Orton. This was always Randy Orton's scheme to do this. 
And then kind mm-hmm. of like seeing it play out a number of years later via the Thunderdome, um, where they kind of just took they took everything from there and then kind of like how can we raise this up another level and again like both these performers i think bray wyatt after um that the first randy orton one and randy orton just just in general because he's a he's just great at what he does anyway both are like kind of at their peak performance and we watched the the viral moment he he rko'd a man who's on fire like (laughs) like that is insane and the willingness to set yourself on fire like not yeah. even just like not even just like an, we've seen an arm yeah. we've seen someone i've seen you know mvp run up the damn ramp with some fire on his back we've seen cody put the gel on his back this man set yeah. his whole body on fire for this program and then returned looking charred as ever like the commitment that was a bro that was a fire ass fit too i remember talking about that on the show we were like we, like we were like yo the the actual it looks some i, I remember I, I called like some jason michael myers type shit yeah but yep. this was like this is the investment that i feel like beyond just that the company knew what they had in him it was just kind of like how do we portray this and i think Bray wyatt also knew i think a, there's a lot of like creative that goes through him and coming up with this like very original creative character. I, I felt like he, it was only a couple of years. I feel like, to be honest with you, if he had, you know, and this is still unfortunate, like his best years performing that character were probably still in front of him, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot that I feel like it was never completely fine tuned but you knew that the talent was there and you knew that the, he was a force, like just having him on SmackDown alongside Roman, alongside Ronda Rousey, you could take some of the heat off the, 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 the bloodline thing and you can bring out Bray Wyatt and it's captivating the crowd every time. Like he was larger than life. That's what, that's why this is so like the suddenness of this is always crazy. And the sobering feeling of it, Mm-hmm. is always crazy because it's like I mean you mentioned you mentioned Randy Orton. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were talking about some of his some of the the best feuds. Armand brought up that he was watching the Daniel Bryan match from Survivor Series uh 2019. We brought up Roman and how I wish that, you know, him and Roman had kind of gotten it together and they were able to work together again because remember I was saying when he came back I was like He's the biggest baby face on the show. <laughs> Roman might have to like nut up and, and really like show some love to, to, to Bray. You know what I mean? Like right. I wish that they got to do, but he of course had John Cena, another one like legendary. This is a guy, Bray Wyatt, who got a undertaker match <laughs> at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like this guy, look at that video package because it's crazy. Bray Wyatt carries that entire thing. Like he's the one yeah. who tells the story. He's the one who carries it because at that time, Undertaker hadn't been seen since he pretty much <laughs> since he lost the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. was the one to kind of like carry that feud, and it's one of the. I always say this is one of the best Mania video packages, and it's so underrated because you know we got like My Way and like Miz yeah. and stuff like that. But this is like a really underrated one as well. Um, he's just. He's he's just fantastic all over. And and clearly you can look on Twitter, you can kind of see 
his programs and like how everything is, he's absolutely respected by his peers. And um, one of you know what's crazy? Go ahead. He, um, Joe Gacy was on Corey Graves' podcast, and I was listening to that earlier today. And he's talking about Bray and and the comparisons that they had. That was one of the big comparisons that they had. Uh, you know, when he started the schism character and just the reverence that he had for Bray Wyatt, I saw his tweet scroll past my timeline just now and thinking about him as well. He was a huge Bray Wyatt fan or he is a huge Bray Wyatt fan. And just thinking of the next generation of characters and, and wrestlers that he influenced as well. is just like you said, Mills, it's incredibly sobering because there was just so much that they had to learn from him and that they could have learned from him. And it's just so hard to to know that, that he just he's just not going to be there. And I know I didn't want to like I didn't want to get super like in the weeds of how sad this this thing was. I want to talk about the happy things, but um, man, this this I mean, let's talk about the return. I mean, he's had many returns. I mean, the Fiend return against Finn was one of them. Um, yeah, that well, that was crazy. He had a return with uh with Matt Hardy, <laughs> which was <laughs> during the more zany aspects of his character. One of the one of the rare times he was a babyface as well. Um, with, with Matt Hardy yeah. um, and then we had the big return last year at Extreme Rules can we I was, I was actually at that show too oh my god like, what was that like bro the the excitement from fans no like everyone knew it was gonna happen so you, you could just feel it was the tagline for that one wasn't it you'll never see it coming or something like that for Extreme Rules I want to nah that, that 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 was a uh, that was SummerSlam 2020 okay, okay. um yeah, but I mean, like, that was Roman. That the, was Roman the, return. Yeah, that was Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like every, that's what everyone was talking about. And it was like Extreme Rules was a really good card. Like you got that Donnie Brook at the beginning. You got the fight pit. You got a lot of good stuff. But everyone was just waiting. It was like, yo, is Bray gonna come back and interfere in a match? Is Bray gonna like, what's he gonna do? And that moment, the lights going out, all the different characters popping up around the room. That pop, like. Those are things that you just can't lie about. You can't historically revise any of that. Like the investment, the excitement of him coming. It was it was a really crazy moment. I like, extremely crazy. It was one of the loudest, and you could feel it on TV. <laughs> one of the loudest um, crowd reactions I have ever heard in my life. The reactions on Twitter at that moment, the fucking work rate didn't matter. At that moment. Nope. The the programs that didn't quite work out didn't matter. The, the the weirdness didn't matter. It was that moment when he comes out and you see that motherfucker's face. And it was a, and it was a genuine moment. Like I feel like he lost himself within the yeah. moment. Like it didn't feel. It felt very much so like this is the return of who he is. But it also felt genuine of like wow, this is how much I appreciate it because he was gone. He was you know essentially like released. It kind of felt like the end of a story without the end of the story um but when he came back he's like you know the people have accepted him and there are people that love him and it was just like a very genuine I, I ranked that with you know the edge return 2020 and all this other stuff like that like it's a real kind of like moment where you're taken aback you kind of settle within the moment you look around you see the entire I mean, they came in with the, the you know, the new beat. I was like, Whoa, who produced this? Wait a minute. Um, Bro, that, that theme song was yeah, so fire, was too. Crazy. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. And you also got to think about everything they did before that with the QR codes, yeah. 
with like all of those house shows where they would cut the lights and everyone would put their flashlights up. Like they, they rolled it out like it was an album. Like they put, they, they really invested in him. And all the fireflies. Bro, it was, it was honestly incredible. You're crazy. <laughs> Listen, man, this is, you know, Oh, man, I, I, there's just so much to this character, <laughs> like the the tropical shirts, yeah. the the old NXT. I remember watching NXT when he when he was when he debuted with the with the vignettes, and people were like, "This is a new, this is a young Waylon Mercy," and that was the comparison. And then for Bray to take that character and say, "No, no, 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 that's not what this is. This is this is a preacher. This is a this is a leader, not a cult leader, a leader. This is a you know, this is somebody who has his own family." Who has his own, you know, uh, his, his own his own congregation, his own people. Yes, you know, the the whole world is in his hands. All of that, that all matched up. But I've never seen it. When we talk about this a lot of, on our shows as well, reinventions. We talk about Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho reinventing himself. Roman Reigns reinventing himself. Bray Wyatt reinvented himself in a way that is uncomfortable. And I don't know how many stars or or, or wrestlers could do this because he reinvented himself, y'all as a person where you could not see his face. And I think that is so rare to happen and it work. People knew that that was Bray, but they, they, they called him the fiend. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that was different. Then you had Bray show up in that fucking tight ass sweater. <laughs> and I, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was insane. You don't, you don't get a lot of wrestlers who take that kind of like creative risk with it nor do have the latitude to be able to pull it off, nor do have the latitude to actually be able to, like, actually implement it. Like, again, that's, the, like, the respect of, like, Bray Wyatt's character. Like, giving him this, knowing the talent that he has, giving him the latitude to be able to kind of, like, take it where he wants to take it, but then also knowing that he could do it. There's not a lot of wrestlers that could do that. There, there's so many wrestlers who, I mean, Bray Wyatt ultimately was a showman kind of like the presence overall in the ring you know it was never really about the in the ring stuff no no it was all about kind of never. like understanding and that's why he works so well in wwe and probably i don't know if we would have ever worked anywhere else because wwe has the budget to be able to pull off this man's wildest imaginations and machinations like it it, it took it so far and yeah, WWE just finally put out the the tweet, and it's yeah, it's crazy to see. Yeah, I mean, bro, we got to talk about the Firefly Funhouse match too. Like that in the pandemic, when wrestling changed completely, and we were like, "What is WrestleMania gonna look like?" And then we saw what the producers and they were able to put together for the Boneyard match, and then we get the Funhouse the very next night. And all of the callbacks, all of the, the character work, the humor, the inside jokes, like this man to John Cena <laughs> sang Nikki Bella's theme song. <laughs> that shit that shit popped me so hard. Like it was it was incredible. I mean the funhouse match, this dude got his own final deletion. I think we forget about that too. I was I I think one of I think was I there for that for that I don't remember what state it was in I was there for one of those Matt Hardy, uh Matt Hardy things, but the actual like uh was was it the was it the the, the Wyatt compound match or something like that or the final deletion one of those I forgot what they called it. Um, 
he he did a few of those type matches. I remember Wyatt Family did one with New Day, and then um, yeah, Final Deletion, and then Wyatt Compounds with Randy Orton. Yeah, because then the, there was the House of Horrors match, and that that was yeah House of Horrors. That match had one of my most out of pocket tweets of all time. I, I think it's gone now. When Bray is in the car, and I put, I think I put uh, when you play the uh, the Tessa Blanchard uh, fart MP3 in the in the Uber. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, man, but but Bray gave me that. The way he looked in that car, he gave me that, man. He gave us so much like material, you know, serious, comedic, everything in between. And I just wanted to take this time to bring up some of our favorite moments. Obviously, we're going to talk about this a lot more um, next week on the show. Um, we're going to talk about this a lot more in the coming days. But I wanted to show the respect to to me a modern day legend i'm just gonna i'm gonna gonna label it now we got to he's a modern day legend like the 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 reaction the the connection to the fans what he did for the game he is a fucking legend and we don't you know it never gets easy to talk about this ever but it's 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 something that i think that we we, we can all kind of agree on here that Bray Wyatt is somebody that actually meant something in this crazy fucking business that's full of tribalism and all of this stuff. It's something that we can all agree on is that this motherfucker made us feel something. So I want to say rest in peace to Wyndham Rotunda, uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, I want to send condolences to his family, his friends, his children more than anything. Um, and I want to, you know, lend our our condolences to the, his fans and, and our listeners who listen to this show I'm, I, you know, we're here for you. We're here with you and we mourn with you as well. So um, for Meals and Armand, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening to this and, and just how raw this is and, you know, just, just how <laughs> out of the blue this is. And thank you for listening to us because I just felt as though it was, it was on my, it was on my mind and on my heart to talk about, to talk about Wyndham uh, Bray in this moment. And uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. So um, we're signing off now. And uh, yeah, we're going to watch some Bray Bray Wyatt matches now. So uh, see you guys later. Peace.